Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. I am. want to thank everybody for helping us get over 5,000 subscribers. We're moving up towards 5,200 at the moment. Um, we're trying to get to 6,000 for remote broadcast. That's the reward for 6,000 subscribers, and 7,000 will be a call-in show. So, we do appreciate everything, and thank you so much for doing that. I'm joined by Dalen Flowers, and we are talking Ole Miss in Georgia. We are going to talk the in, um, introduction of basketball season because Dalen went to the game, um, to the girls' game, a little bit earlier this afternoon. And Dalen, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, my friend. A little bit of a, a weird weekend for me. My Hogs got a win this weekend. Ole Miss, of course, got a close win. Uh, my Cowboys didn't look so hot last night, but a, but a fun weekend overall for me. Yeah, it's an interesting situation. Ole Miss got the last second win against Texas A&M, and I'm assuming you were at that ball game because you yeah. usually are. Um, talk about the atmosphere in that game and the closing seconds. Whenever a last second kick is attempted, what was the stadium like? It was electric, man. The game, the, the entire atmosphere was electric from the start to, to finish. It, it kind of reminded me of Kentucky last year and um, the way the game ended last year. And we kind of had a really good time at the end of the game last year against Kentucky. And that's how that kind of that block field goal kind of rem reminded me of the way that Kentucky game ended last year with, you know, Will Levis getting sacked and fumbling the ball, then it was recovering. But it was fun, man. And I, and I think the team and Lane is kind of enjoying this – this environment that we've been bringing all season. And I think that they're playing even better because of it, um, but we're enjoying good football. And I think that brings out the crowd to be even better when you have a good football team to come and support, but it was fun, man. And I think there were times where we were kind of like, what is this? Why are we doing this? Why is this game so close? And it was stressing us out a little bit, but we were still keeping in the same momentum to believe that we had to continue doing what we were doing to help make sure the team came out with a win. And, it, and you know, it was close and it was a, a, a high blood pressure came forward, but it, uh, it came out with the win and that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that win that Ole Miss got, you know, whether it was by a fingertip or not, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. They got it. It sets up one of those games that a program has to get through to move to that next echelon. And Ole Miss has been on a steady incline for the better part of the last 30 years going up. And now they're at the point where they need to get one of these games, whether it's Alabama, whether it's Georgia, and it probably needs to be on the road because we've proven we can beat them, beat them here. What do you think about this Georgia game? What's going through your head? And what do you think it would mean to Ole Miss if they got the win? Well, I'll start with that last part. I think it will be huge because, of course, this is a Georgia team that is back-to-back -back national championships, chasing history to be the third, the first team ever to win three straight. But this will be a big statement win for Lane Kiffin um, and for this team. You know, I think they're all really hungry, especially off the last two weeks. You know, we've won the last two weeks, but I think the team has set higher expectations than what was produced on the field. And so I think they're even more hungry to go out there and prove that on the national stage. Um but I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be a fun game, and I think it's going to mean a lot for our players in terms of how can we bounce back from our one loss against a good Alabama team. And I say that because, you know, the two teams that have really had more wins than us since Lane Kiffin has been at Ole Miss in the conference are, are, are just Alabama and Georgia. And so we're right there underneath that slot, and this gives us a point to prove that, you know, we're right up there with the big dogs. Um, this weekend was – 
a test for us. And I think it was actually good that this game was kind of chippy for us now that we're going into Athens. I think it was a good game for our mindsets that will allow us to go into Georgia with a little bit more of discomfort on us, which will help us in the long run. Um, and, and I think some keys for the game for us, I think, number one, we, you know, throughout this game against Texas A&M, we had a lot of times that we could have intercepted the ball. We didn't. Um, and I think one of those big things is that we get a chance to turn the ball over on defense. We have to make those plays. Uh, we really do. And those are going to be key for us. We have to make those interceptions. Some of the interceptions this past weekend that we dropped were kind of bobbles. We have to make those plays. Um, one of the big things I've also talked about with you all season, special teams, man. You have to win the special teams game. You know, this this AM game was a stressful one for us, but it could have been avoided for many different ways. Um, and, and, of course, that that block field goal um, that gave AM their first seven points of the game, that's things that we can't allow to happen against Georgia. We want a chance to win. Um, those are just two things. And also, I, I say about our defense, who, again, I'm very proud of so far. And they, and they, I think they made plays again when it mattered this weekend. But one of my biggest things is we have to stop the run. Um, and I think that sets up the ability for us to do many other things on defense. But number one has to be to stop the run, especially against a Georgia offense that runs the ball really well inside their own 30. Um, and so I think that's going to be key for us. And also making tackles. You know, we, we uh, had a lot of missed tackles this past weekend that I think could have been avoided. And that will help us, you know, gain momentum on the defensive side of the ball. So those are just some key things that I think we will have to establish for us to have a chance this weekend against Georgia. Yeah, and it's a unique thing because everybody thinks of Georgia. They think of, of smothering defense. And don't get me wrong, this Georgia defense, they can play. They're, they're, they're pretty good. But if you look at their stats, they're like number 68 in the NCAA in sacks. Mm -hmm. They're number 80 in tackle for loss. And it, there's just no Jordan Davis. There's no, um, yeah. I guess, Jalen Carter. That, that guy isn't on this team. This is kind of an offensive team that Georgia has this year. Yeah. It is, and, and and it hurts for them because, of course, Brock Bowers is, is still out at the moment, and I think he's, in my opinion, the best player in college football. Um, and so that's going to be a big identity miss for them. But I think our offense really showed up this past weekend, and I expect the same thing this weekend. You know, going talking about last weekend, that you know, our offensive line, how can they show up, you know, against A&M? Only allowed one sack against the top-ranked sack team in the country, and I think that's a, a big statement for them. Um, and I think that's allowing our offense to flow a little bit more in terms of confidence. But we're going to have to – we have to execute on the I, – I say this because I think it's very important. That first drive, the first two drives on offense of the game have to be vital for us. They really do. And I say that in terms of chemistry, confidence, and momentum. They have to be really well for us. And even the first drive on offense coming out of halftime. Um, they are th – those are three drives that are really – make or break this game in my opinion for us um and i would like to see what kind of play calls we have set for that first couple of drives of the game to help us go and throw up long run um and i think our red zone offense has to be better in terms of if we want to be georgia you know there were times that you know we, we had some touchdowns against a and m and we kind of stressed trying to get it to, to quinshawn and to turn to him trying to get a touchdown but I think it could have been a lot more simple for us um, in terms of how can we get Trey Harris more shots in the end zone maybe, and also Caden pre-scoring. I would love to see us utilize him a lot more than we have and maybe use him on the line in the red zone. Uh, even if you have to use that in the run game, I think him have, being on the line is a is a, a step forward for us in the run game. Um, but those are going to be some of the keys on the offense for us to win the game this weekend. 
you know, I think it's pretty funny that um, we are like one special Saturday away that it can absolutely happen. Yeah. Uh, one special Saturday away from happening that we get to hear for two weeks straight how injured Ole Miss was at Alabama because we all know they were injured, but that is going to become the main storyline if Ole Miss can pull this game off. Yeah. It, you know, I, I hate that we lost to Bama, especially the way it happened. But in that same term, yeah, we were down a lot of players. And even some of the players, I know Trey Harris played like one or two drives. He was very banged up coming off of surgery. I think the week yeah, he the could week not before. cut. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, we're, I'm happy now because we got our full squad out there. Uh, we're healthy from top to bottom. I know there have been a few non-concerning things outside of injuries and what's going on with certain players, but we've got the squad that we run right now. They're healthy. I think we're enjoying a good confidence of run right now. And I think that's going to be important for us because Georgia's actually missing a few key players other than Brock Bowers. They're missing a mm. few. They're missing two starters on defense that I think will be really vital for them as well. Including and, their All-American linebacker. Yeah. And and I think how, in terms of when we're watching film this week, how do we attack that? How do we learn that these are key pieces that they're missing and we have to attack that? I think Alabama did a really good job against LSU with that this weekend. A lot of, a lot of true freshmen in the game for LSU this weekend. And I think Nick Saban – planned a, a idea that we have to attack that. And I think it worked really well for them. So I think if we can do that, I think it'll work really well for us. Cause I think now we've finally got all the, the weapons we want on both sides of the ball that will really help us win the game this weekend. Yeah. And I've always up the a person. Eventually, if you keep knocking on the door, eventually it's going to open and you know, you need to play these games like the Alabama game and you need to play at Georgia and all of those things. And you do them over and over again. Eventually it's going to become an old hat type thing. Mm -hmm. So Ole Miss needs to come into this game, not get overly hyped up, because one of the things that I talk about in my keys video that is coming out tomorrow is that if you act like an underdog, yeah. Georgia will treat you like one. Yeah. You don't need to go in there and play wild. Everybody talks about this is this is a free shot game where you can let everything hang out. Yeah. That's not exactly the truth. You need to let Georgia create their own momentum in a game like this you don't need the massive momentum swings. Lane should not go for a single first down in his own territory on fourth down. Absolutely agree. I think we have to stick to our own game. You know, we can't allow that this type of environment, this team, this, this, you know, this notion that, you know, Georgia, 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 we can't allow that to affect who we are as a football team. You know, we, we've, Finally got that run game going. I think that is the identity of what Lane Kiffin has become now in terms of that's his offense, and he uses that run game to open up the pass game. Um, but I I honestly expect in the first couple of drives to see the offense take a few shots deep. And I mm -hmm. think that will be good for us because I think Dart had some really good throws this weekend. To Caden Prescott had a really good one. Of course, to Trey Harris a lot, and even some to Dayton Wade. But sometimes I feel like he's underthrowing his deep balls, and that's something he needs to work on. And I think if we come out really well with that early, then that will give him a lot of confidence going out throughout the rest of the game. And I think that will build us for momentum-wise. But this is going to be a four-quarter game. And I, and I think the, the coaches and the players know that and have that idea. But this is going to be a game from when that, that first 15 minutes starts in the first quarter until the, the clock hits zero on the fourth. We have to fight from the get-go until the clock ends. And that's going to be the only way we're going to have a chance to compete against this Georgia team. Two and a half minutes left to go in the game. Ole Miss is down by four points. Is there anybody else in the world that you would want to be a quarterback than Jackson Dart? Not right now, man. I, I, I honestly believe that. And I say that because 
I think he's enjoying his football more than any other quarterback in the country right now. And that's been a testament to the concerns of, you know, Spencer Sanders or Walken Howard coming in throughout the offseason, which helped him build a lot of confidence. But that's also built, I think, a true no, no motion for him. You haven't really seen his name on any draft boards this year. And I think that is a chip on his shoulder that he's trying to prove right now that I'm, I'm really one of the best quarterbacks in the country right now. But also, man, he he's filling his groove with his receivers right now. And and shout out to Trey Harris. Uh, he just is absolutely unbelievable. And I think if we can continue to feed our guys, there's no there's no worry about this weekend. And I think Dart has to stick to his ability. And I will say one thing. My, my friend, my good friend Ron mentioned this to me. We didn't see a lot of QB runs this weekend. When I say that, just specialized QB runs for Dart. And I thought that was interesting because he said that. And I was like, that's really true. I really didn't even think about that. And that's something that we had kind of seen a lot this season for our quarterback. I want to see what we come out with this weekend against Georgia, if we use him in the run game a lot more. Because I think when we do, I know sometimes we get scared. He doesn't slide a lot, and that, and that may affect us. But I think that will open up our offense. You know, it's really hard as a defense to to stay balanced when you have a quarterback that can run the ball. Um, and so when we, if we can use that to our advantage, I think that will really help us in the long in the long run for us this weekend. Absolutely. Anyway, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. By the way, before I let you out of here, Dalen, Mike Dettelier was on the Bo Bounds show down in Jackson, Mississippi, and said that if Jackson Dart comes back for his senior year, he has a chance to have a Jaden Daniels-type jump to where he would be the best quarterback in college football. What what say you that on your way out the door here? I agree, man. I think you people that don't understand what progression means in terms of football may not understand this, but you got to think, but when he got here last year, he had played like three games at SC and that was it. You know, he really had no experience. This was a whole new environment for him. And I, the jump from this year to last year has been absolutely phenomenal in my eyes for him. I think he has built a lot of toughness, uh, a lot of just emotional intelligence this year that has allowed him to go out there and be a lot better than I've ever seen him play. Last year, when he made a, a, a mistake or, you know, something collapsed, I feel like he shut down a lot. And this year, he's taking accountability. He's saying, fine, we did this wrong, but we're going to go back out there and we're going to score. And I feel like every time he goes out there, he knows and believes that I have the ability to put some points on the board. And so I, I the kid is – talented in, in, in every aspect of being a quarterback and he has all the tools and I think if you give him another year under this system with a lot of the same weapons he has right now coming back next year probably you're gonna America watch out that's all I gotta say you America you might want to watch out because the kid is is coming for a lot of throats right now and, and I think if you come back to next year it's going to be the same way but I think it's going to be even more destructive because I think he's finally gained that that physicality and that mental toughness that he hadn't he didn't have last year, but he's still growing into this year. So if he comes back next year, it's going to be a problem for everyone else, man. All right, if he goes eleven and one this year, whether it goes to playoff or not, if he goes eleven and one this year and next year gets back and gets Ole Miss into the twelve team playoff, is Jackson Dart the greatest of all time to ever play quarterback at Ole Miss? We definitely have to start having that conversation. I think, yeah, because right now his his numbers are paced to 
surpass a lot of the quarterbacks ahead of him. And if he comes back, he obviously will do that. Not just as the passing yards, but as a rusher too, as a, as a rushing quarterback, he will pass a lot of the QBs. So we have to have that discussion. Not only has he put up the stats, but he's won football games, you know? Um, and if he, if we go, if we finish out the season undefeated and we get into the playoff next year, you, 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 you really have to consider that conversation. I won't go too far yet, but you definitely have to, you have to put him in that conversation. If, if all those advantages turned out, yeah, you you have to, man. You can't deny what the kid has done so far. And if he comes back and does the same thing next year, yeah, you, you got to have that conversation about him, man. Anyway, thank you so much, Dalen, and we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, we'll be getting ready for Louisiana Monroe, talking a little hoops and an upset victory in Athens, Georgia. It should be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. Enjoy basketball season, folks. It's 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 right here. It's time. Oh, yeah. Real quick, you went to Coach O's game today. Talk Absolutely. talk about talk about what you saw real quick. I almost forgot about that. The girls look good, man. And, you know, people have been asking me about them. They know that I'm very into our women's team. And this is the year to win. I, I, I truly believe that. They have about seven seniors this year who have been through the thick and thin, a lot with her and some that are transfers. But they're, they're, they're ready to win this year. Coming off that Sweet 16, they have a lot of momentum. First time ranked in the preseason poll, and I'm thinking about 15, 16 years. Um, so they're ready to compete. I think Kennedy, Kennedy Tyler Williams is a transfer this year from North Carolina. She looked phenomenal today. And so is KK Deans, our, fran- our transfer from Florida. They have fit into her system really well. And Madison Scott, who is our, se- our senior this year, she's been through the thick and thin with Coach Yo. She is the catalyst for this team. I think Coach has put a lot of faith in her this year. She was named one of the captains along with KK a couple of days ago. And Coach Yo has put a lot of faith in her. And she looks really polished. I think her inside game looked really well today. And you could tell she put a lot of work in, especially this summer. She had been playing with the USA team a little bit traveling. So I think that kind of helped her as well. Um, but this team, they have a lot of high expectations. You know, Coach Joe's kind of developed that defense team is kind of being her standard for where her basketball team is. And, you know, three point, the three point shooting has been a question mark. She got a lot of transfer in for the three-point shooting. Uh, K.K. Deans looked really well shooting, as well as Kennedy Todd. Ilana Eaton is someone that I would expect to step up this season in terms of three-point shooting as well. Um, they have a lot of a lot of good players for inside and outside ball. Um, and she's running some some full-court press defense, and I, I love it. I'm from Arkansas, so it reminds me of Nolan Richardson, Mike Anderson, and they're, they're out to get you on that defensive side of the ball, and they, they play well in transition as well once they got the turnover. So, Ole Miss fans, if you don't know about the women's team, get to know them. They they just went to the Sweet 16 and beat Stanford, the number one team in the tournament last year, ranked number one team to get to the Sweet 16. And they're ranked number 12, I think, right now. Um, so you have a really good women's basketball team. You come out there and support. Uh, Coach Yo is asking for support. They play Oklahoma this, this Thursday, which is going to be a really good game for us. Um, so come out there and support, man. It's really fun times. They have a really good team, really good coaching staff. And I know they believe that they have a chance to really go far this year. All right. Dalen Flowers joining us for his weekly th- look inside the student section. We'll talk to him next week and see what is up. Take care, Dalen. Thank you, my man. Hotty toddy, y'all. Hotty toddy.